Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. We were born to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on FM 96.9 The Game. Hey, bring me another bucket of balls. We love it. And turn on the lights. I love the Because I love it. We love it. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house Holly G, along with the best Cubbies. I can be a Cubs supporter today. It would Caddy be, to it, the I'm post. Good, I'm good with that. And I am sporting, sporting, sporting the gear right now. my Cubbies t-shirt. Who's on the back? It was my dad. Oh, Gagan. Okay. It was my dad. So in honor of my dad, a longtime Cubbies fan, as many we know Very cool. uh, that have rooted long and hard for Chicago and the Cubs. Uh, I can't wait for the game tonight, Will. What are you going to do if they lose? Like, I mean, it would be well, devastating. Well, I know I'm going to I know I'm going to be chugging a lot of NyQuil because <laughs> I am severely under the weather, but I am going to make it through this game no matter what. There you go. Yeah, it you know, just being a sports fan, it would be—I mean, it would be nice for Cleveland to win too. I mean, they just won the NBA championship, of course. But there's no—just being a sports fan, there's no team that anybody would rather win more than the Cubs. I mean, there's a reason they call them the lovable losers. But I've never thought of it that way. Just more so from the aspect of like being purely a sports fan, it would be great to see them win tonight. But I'm hoping for a close game. Me too. And uh, what a game last night, man! They came back with a vengeance. Don't worry, we'll get to golf in a minute here. But, hey, we know everybody's buzzing about Game 7. There is nothing better than getting a Game 7. And uh, they came out just firing on all cylinders. And what a uh, huge third inning there, getting the Grand Slam. Grand Slam after, uh, you know, producing nada much so far. What a a perfect timing for... um, for him to step up to the plate and hit that grand slam. It really was. Um, it's funny because I think it was in the NLCS and both in the World Series, he started off like the Addison Russell that has started off the the um, series not hitting very well. And then he's bounced back and, you know, the last couple games he's really been hitting well. Same thing with uh, Anthony Rizzo. It's going to be a fun game to watch. I mean, the Indians have uh, Kuber, um, what is, Kyle, Kyle Kruber, Kruber. Going. I tried to say that five times. Yeah, right. And, you know, the Cubs have Hendricks going, so it's a solid pitching matchup, too. Uh, both teams obviously have strong offenses, and it's just going to be a battle to see who can get into the other team's bullpen first. Well, um, we're going to keep you entertained for the next hour as you're uh, chugging along I-4. And uh, speaking of big, big wins, Hideki Matsuyama. You're man. one week too early with I your know. pick. Oh my gosh! You know I've been in his corner. I've yep. been, I've been, uh, you know, picking him and thinking he was gonna put another uh, victory uh, in his resume, and he you did so. You know his so. last four starts, starting from last week: first, second, 
first, second, first, fifth, I think it was. So that those are his last four wide world starts. That's amazing. And a, and a decisive win by seven shots um, on his way to, uh, what, tw- was it 29 birdies? So I Woo! think so. It was, it, I, th- I think that was pretty close. Um, and, you know, if there's been one thing that maybe has been questionable about Hideki <laughs> is his putting. The putting. Um, and, you know, in, in terms of, um, I mean, we know he's just an amazing ball striker, has that unique pause in his swing that uh, I think a lot of people uh, try to, you know, replicate. How do you feel about that, by the way? Personally, I'm not a fan because, like, the Camilo Vajegas thing, like, I think it's such a rapid change of movement. Like, I don't like it. Yeah, and I works I, for him. And transition wise, right? Yeah. We're always talking about, um, you know, the the point of transition. But you know, he when when he gets going, when he gets that putter going, just like you know, that's what it takes to you know put yourself on top in the PGA Tour. But uh, pretty pretty amazing, um, pretty amazing tournament with just 106 putts and an average of 26.5 a round. Really good. Pretty pretty darn impressive. And then. We've got maybe my new favorite name in rookie PGA Tour. People, Cody Gribble wins Sanderson Farms for the first, for his first PGA Tour title. And look at like that's the, if you want to notch your first win, Sanderson Farms is, is the one to do it. Because I think this is what, the fourth first time winner we've had in that tournament? Those opposite, um, field events really create some good opportunities for some of the, you know, not to, to slight against them, but some of the lesser named players, some, it gives a lot of opportunities for, you know, the ones who are not in the top 50 in the world. And, you know, you have that event, you have the event that's in, um, uh, used to be in Puerto Rico, you know, those sort of events, the ones that are run, uh, the opposite week of the British open as well. Yeah. He was the fourth player in the last six years to make a victory, at uh, Sanderson, and um, this is a, a, bi- a big one. And for those uh, who follow college golf, you know that he played at Texas along with Jordan Speed. For sure. So uh, certainly some uh, some good motivation there. A lot of, man, so many good guys that have come Young out of that team. Young players, too. Like, I mean, Justin Thomas just won again. Cody Gribble. You know, uh, Smiley Kaufman. You can. I mean, there's so many. It, it's going to be fun to watch over the next couple of years. Actually, after the Tiger era, something that was not fun to watch was Graham Delet facing uh, his untimely chipping woes, returning down the stretch on Sunday. Uh, interesting, because you know, there's been some rumors that that's what's been going on with Tiger mm-hmm. as well. Although his agent vehemently denied it and called it nonsense today you expect anything less but uh th- you know th- there have been some rumors going around yeah. we'll uh, have to check in with some of our insiders about that uh later on in the show but certainly um you know it, i think anybody that's gone through the yips whether it's with your putting or you know certainly chipping that is not fun no it's not fun it's like having a case of the s words you know yeah like, you know, like, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. i have had those yeah. no we don't mention that on this show <laughs> never ever ever um okay and let's see what else uh, shen shen fang uh ends her drought and wins in malaysia on the lpga tour we know uh, 
No, you know her. Yeah, very well. Um, you know, another another student of Gary's uh, local. Gary Gilchrist. Gary Gilchrist, yeah. So he continues to help his players into their winning ways. Yes, and uh, Julie Inkster winning on the Legends Tour. Julie still. Is she ever going to stop playing golf? God game, man. <laughs> um, I know they tried to. You know, they tried her out in the booth for Fox during the U.S. Open, but I think she's going to keep swinging the sticks as, as long as she can. Hey, if you keep winning, why not? And finally, on the Champions Tour, Tom Pernice Jr. winning at the Power Shares QQQ. No, that's Interesting not a typo. QQQ no, right? Championship. Yeah. And um, Bernhard Langer, though, looking at perhaps an unprecedented fourth Charles Schwab Cup. The Germinator, as I love to call him. He's just, a, an, it doesn't seem like he's ever going to stop. You know, he just keeps keeps grinding along out there on the Champions Tour, winning and playing well. And Rory having a pretty good finish at the uh, at the WGC, mm-hmm. looking like his impending equipment changes aren't going to affect him the way we know what he went through initially when he changed to his Nike clubs. He's uh, testing out some TaylorMades, uh, driver, fairway woods. Uh, so finished tied for fourth, hit um, 60.7% of his fairways, tied for 29th in the field. So I'm a little disappointed, though, that he pulled out for this week in, in Turkey, and I don't believe he's playing the following week either. He's kind of mentioned that due to security reasons because of things that are going on in, in the Middle East, but, you know, and no one else pulled out. So I don't know if that's really the case or, you know, what the deal is. But Well, and we've got the race to Dubai. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, it's the their most important time. So it's kind of odd. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And um, let's see. Finally, what happened over in uh, web.com? There is no event. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, hey, it's a brand new season that's going to start up for them as well. So. All right, you're listening to the Golf Insiders, 96.9 The Game. we got more golf talk coming up. Stay with us, Bob Herrick from ESPN, coming up next. Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. struggler's blues. We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G along with Will Perry. And we'll waste no more time and go to our top dog, our big man on campus, and native of Chicago, probably rooting for those Cubs big time, Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. Hey, Bob. I'm um, I'm shaking with uh, <clears throat> with all kinds of nerves. To, to get this close is uh, is pretty tough right now. <laughs> no to be a Cubs fan and to have never made it in your lifetime, and and uh, to have it uh, be this close, it's uh, pretty amazing. Actually, I'm sure it's the same way for any Indians fans. It's uh, it's pretty wild. Yeah, this is one of those series that uh, you know. I think most people will be happy. It's good for baseball. Good for sports. Great competition, and it's been such a you know great series so far. No doubt, absolutely. I heard. Uh, I think I saw something this morning that like the bleacher seats were going for like twenty nine thousand. Twenty nine thousand. 
I mean, you didn't have any yeah, buddies uh, inviting you tonight? <laughs> I'll be watching it on TV, uh, unfortunately, but uh, I, I can understand it. Uh, I, you know, the Cubs fans in Cleveland have really driven the price up. I mean, there's been there's a quid, pretty big number of them that have descended upon that town, and, and they have really helped drive drive those prices. I mean, I saw even last night when they got the big lead, all of a sudden those prices started to spike. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, and and then when you look back, uh, the 1945, the Cubs sold bleacher seats uh, for Game Seven for six bucks a piece. O-M-G. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's incredible. Well, we know uh, not only current fans, but fans that have gone before the team, such as uh, my father, who didn't quite make it, uh, passed away a couple of years. But we know so many of us that have family members and, you know, longtime uh, family members in Chicago. Uh, it's going to be so much fun. Speaking of no fun, <laughs> Bob, Hideki Matsuyama walking away with that tournament, uh, the WGC, over the weekend. Seven-shot lead. Pretty impressive. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think this uh, shouldn't be a surprise. Um, uh, I think we've seen this coming. You know, we won the Memorial a couple of years ago, and you know, last year he overtook Ricky Fowler to win in Phoenix. Uh, he's contended a bunch. Uh, and really, you know, he's, he's got a little bit of Rory in him in that when he putts really well, he's, he's really good. And, and, and the weakness in his game is putting, you know, he has his frustrating rounds where he just doesn't, doesn't make anything hits great all day and doesn't get anything to go in. And, um, I, I think, you know, what we just saw there is what's possible, uh, when he can putt and, uh, uh, I think, uh, you know, it wouldn't be any surprise to see him win a major or, you know, or, or to, to jump up in there into the top five with these guys and be, you know, just as much of a force as Rory and Jordan and Jason Day and Dustin Johnson. Uh, you know, he, he kind of put it on display there last weekend. Yeah, and I think, you know, he's he's been a, a star in the making, right? Um Having uh, what did he burst on the scene? I think it was the 2011 Masters uh, after taking two Asian amateur titles. Uh, but I think a lot of the focus, obviously, with Jordan's uh, wins and accomplishments, uh, you know, is, is, you know, he's he's sort of been in the shadows a little bit. Well, and that you're right about you know he won the Asian amateur twice, and you know he's he's sort of the epitome of what you know, the Augusta National was looking for when they, when they started that event. Um, but uh, uh, I, I think the reason he's been a little bit in the background, you know, is frankly, is, is the whole cultural thing. I mean, you know, Hideki is, is, is not uh, real fluid in English yet, um, you know, and, 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 and I'm not criticizing him a lick for that. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's really hard. You know, to be as young as he is and to come over here and to have the language barrier and the cultural differences, food and just everything, it's got to be lonely at times. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, he was a little bit behind, uh, you know, because we just haven't heard from him that much. Uh, and that's natural. So I think it's pretty obvious that, you know, a guy like that who's struggling with the language uh, we're just—he's not going to be interviewed as often. He's not going to be in the limelight as much unless he's winning. And 
you know, I think over time that's going to change. I think he's going to, you know, he's 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 going to just because he's here so much, going to get better at English. He's going to converse more and and uh, again, I'm not saying that he should be any better than he is because I think it's a really really hard ask. Uh, but you know, that's one of the reasons why players from Asia, you know, it's it's tough to come to America and and play over here for weeks at a time and adapt. Uh, you know, maybe one of the toughest places to come from. I mean, it's a lot different to come here from Europe, where a lot of people speak the language and, and they learn it as kids, and, you know, the cultures aren't quite as different. So, you know, I just think uh, there's there's a lot more room for him to to, uh, to grow, and it's only going to get better as, as he gets more and more comfortable. Bob, over his last four starts, I think he has two wins, uh, second place and and also another fifth place. I mean, you mentioned earlier that you thought maybe, you know, maybe it's not this year, maybe it's next year, a major might be in, in the cards. What do you think is maybe on the horizon for the next, like, 12 months or so for him? And what kind of, you know, is it a U.S. Open? Is it a British Open? What do you think really suits him better? Yeah, that's a good question, which major venue. I'm not really sure there's one that's bad for him. Uh, you know, he hits it far. He's a power, strong player. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of think a British Open is probably a good spot. Certainly, I would think the Masters, if he can get his putting down, is really good for him. Uh, you know, I think now the next thing is just to, to find some consistency on the greens. Uh, I'm not sure what he's been doing lately. I don't know if he has made some adjustments or if he's, you know, uh, been working with somebody, I'm not sure, but you know there were times that you would watch him and you could just just see the frustration. Hole after hole, he'd hit it in there, 10, 12, 15 feet, make nothing. And and you know Rory has gone through that, but he's learned to work through it. He's figured out ways, you know, to 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 get better at putting and 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 not tries to not let it get to him. And I think that's what Hideki has to do. And 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 we're seeing some good putting out of him now. He wouldn't be winning otherwise. Uh, but uh, uh, when if he can get that dialed in, I mean, forget it. I mean, he can be just as good as any of these guys. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him up there on a bunch of leaderboards in, in 2017. And of course, he follows in the footsteps of some you know great Japanese player Asayo Aoki, as well as Jumbo Ozaki. And on the LPGA Tour, somebody who had one of the smoothest swings I've ever seen, Ayaka Okamoto, back in the day. Yeah, and, you know, she was a great example, too, of, of one who, you know, how she talked many times later in her career about, you know, the adjustment that was necessary. Uh, you know, she was the most accomplished Japanese woman player in the Hall of Fame. Um, and it's tough. You know, Isao Aoki never really stayed over here very much. Uh, Jumbo Ozaki won one time outside of Japan, and it was in New Zealand. You know, he just he could not bring his. You know, he won over a hundred tournaments in Japan. Right. Uh, I think he won. I think he won ninety four on the Japan tour. Yep. And he won the money title ten or twelve times, but he just couldn't adapt here. And you know, he would he would be criticized for that. Well, you know, talk to any of the Americans who've gone and played the Japanese tour for any length of time. It's not that easy. You, you better know, love sushi. Um, <laughs> exactly. You know, and, 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 you know, you better learn to watch TV and not be able to understand it, and, yep. you know, have a hard time traveling. And, and, and so, you know, if you, if, you, if you think of it that way, look how hard it would be. So um, good for him that he broke through in a really big tournament like that. It's got to give him a lot of confidence. 
Well, I know Kevin Sternett also, who, uh, you know, has sat in the co-host seat here. He's been picking them for months. He's been picking for months <laughs> and said he's he really is very friendly. You know, he plays out at Golden Bear Club here in Orlando and that, uh, you know, he, he really does uh, try to, you know, mingle. And so I think we're going to see see big things for him as he as he continues. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I don't think any of us should be surprised to see him up there from here on out. Bob, you um, also have a story this week about, of course, Tiger Woods officially, officially saying he's going to make his return at the Hero World Challenge. And uh, his agent coming out and saying rumors about his chipping issues are nonsense. Uh, anything you've been hearing about all that? Yeah, you know, the information has been has been a little bit sparse. Um, uh, you know, I think it's been a – I'm not quite sure where – the whole stuff about the chipping has has come from. Uh, you know, last year he had those those woes. That's a long, long time ago. Uh, you know, in early 2015, and I thought he answered them for the rest of the year. You know, he had, to come back at the Masters, maybe the hardest place in the world to chip, and and to perform like he did, not have a single issue. Uh, and really, he didn't have any until that last tournament in Greensboro. Where on the back nine, he had he had a, a hole where he you know he kind of sculled a chip across the green. Now is that because his chipping you know problems had come back? I I don't know that that's the case. And you know it, it, it for a guy who's hardly played, I think there might be bigger things in play. It just might be that uh, putting it all together is difficult. Uh, and taking his game on the road clearly he's not wanted to wanted to. Uh, to show it off very much. Uh, so um, I, I was a little surprised also by by just the clamor over him announcing yesterday. I mean, it was almost a procedural thing. I mean, they were at some point going to announce who, who was in the field for his tournament, and of course he was going to be in it a month out. Um, he said two weeks ago during that media tour for his foundation that he was going to play. And, you know, I think it would be a really bad sign for him to say now that he's not going to play. I mean, a month, it's a month out, unless he's injured, which apparently he's not. Um, he said at the Safeway it was nothing physical. He was feeling good. Um, then why wouldn't he play in that tournament? He, he's, he's still got four more weeks till that event takes place. And it's been three weeks from, from, since the Safeway. So, you know, in theory, seven weeks to get ready for that tournament. Um, I, I still think it's a shame he wasn't able to go at the Safeway just so that he could get all that, all that hoopla over with. Um, and I don't expect him to have a good tournament coming back his first one, but he needs to get that out of the way and then build on it. I mean, sort of sit back and assess, you know, wow, I, I'm, I'm really shaky in this area. Or, wow, I re I'm really surprised that, that I was as good as I was in this. I need to work more on that. You know, he's postponed that now by another six, seven weeks instead of get, trying to get that done there at the Safeway. And even again this week where he might have played in Turkey. So um, it's uh, it's going to be interesting when he comes back. But I also think, and I'm sure we'll talk again before it, you know, for us to expect much out of him, I think, is, is silly. You know, before you see before you see a lot of good golf from Tiger, and it might be a long while. I mean, it might be months. Uh, it might take him a long time to get comfortable inside the ropes again.
Well, I know everybody is rooting for that comeback for sure. And like you said, it, uh, you know, we, with all with all that uh, the guys are producing in their forties now, hopefully, you know, that motivation is uh, is strong. We appreciate, as always, spending some time with Bob Herrig. You can tweet him at Bob Herrig. Thanks so much, Bob. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 96.9 The Game. Stay with us. More golf talk coming up. Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, it's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play in pebble. Won't pay the price. I love my Muni, I think it's nice. It'd be good to just make part. We're back, the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G, along with Will Perry. And um, we have one of our favorites, our local favorites, golf VIPs who we are so proud to partner with and uh, share uh, all kinds of content and great stories. The one, the only, the publisher of Southern Golf Central Magazine, Terry Purdom on the line. Hey, Miss P. Hey, guys. I am so glad Will is on the show with you, and I get to see the two of you together. You all are awesome. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you, thank you've, you. You've been, you've been the usual busy queen bee. but uh, I'm actually right now in the villages. and I just watched the Founders film, which all about the 13 original members of the LPGA. It was awesome. So that's I'm, I've got energy all around me, and there's the meet and greet for the next shows coming in and out. So. Um, but I got to tell you something, Holly. I love the article to Mr. Palmer in the last issue of Southern Golf Central. Will, did you get to read it? I was just looking at it now. Actually, we we were talking about it briefly before the show, but I definitely will have to check it out afterwards. It was so original. It was so well done, and I had to call her. I like after I read it like twice, and I'm like, not only was it like one of the coolest, it it was so out there. It, it educated me about something I didn't know Holly knew about. So I was like bloody impressed. <laughs> hey, there you go, Miss P. <laughs> Stick with I me. You, it, it's true. I sometimes you surprise me. Um, surprise me. It's so cool. <laughs> that's right. So um, yes, this is your your uh, latest issue is out on the streets officially this week, and uh, it is your uh, tribute to the King Arnold Palmer, of course, who you covered. For years. He's my boyfriend. Yes, he was my boyfriend. Yeah, so, you wish. For years. Ha! 17. I told him every time I saw him, Holly. <laughs> yes. And I actually share some about it in, in you know, uh, or one of my favorite stories in my letter from the publisher. Um, and by the way, I really like the spot you guys do for us. I don't know who does the voiceover on that, but it was awesome. And we're getting lots of compliments on this magazine, right, this issue. We stopped the presses. The whole 76-page magazine was done um, when Mr. Palmer passed. And, of course, it was Ryder Cup excitement, and then that happens. And I said, okay, everybody, change gears. We're going to punt. And, uh, you know, I've got people that for 17 years have walked into brick walls for me and dragged their stuff over hot coals, packaged, I'll say, over hot coals for me for all these 17 years. And um, I could hear the disdain on the other end of the phone with some of them like, but they knew it was going to be that way. And it was that we couldn't not do that. But um, if I 
you know, did it. I was good. I couldn't sleep at night either. So well, it was I fantastic. More. Fantastic, and and you know, people of course they can pick it up at um, any you know course around the area, but uh, as well they can go online. Southern Golf Central. Yeah, and like us on Facebook. Yes. It's Golf Central Magazine on Facebook. It's not Southern Golf Central. She's got but herself trained good Golf with Central. the social media now. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Will was the first person to literally preach at me back in the day. He would, We would see each other at some place, and he goes, you know, um, you need to really get off Facebook thing and get, you know, with the people that are doing, uh, like, tweeting. He, he, he literally told me forever. So tell me uh, what, what uh, to be doing. tell me what um, uh, events are coming up. I know uh, you know with some of the end of the year things going on here, the father son, et cetera. That you know you're going to be uh, you're going to be covering a lot of the local stuff in the next month. And CME title holders, we actually have a booth there. Oh, I wanted to tell you also one thing that we're doing with the magazine. Every time that you see an ad campaign in the magazine with regards to like the PNC father son, of course, at the Ritz Carlton. Uh, we just did last weekend the Florida Cancer Specialist event, and right after that was the colon cancer at the Ritz. Um, you'll see the Luxury Car Show. Uh, I know you've seen the Festivals of Speed and been out to Joe's uh, event, but he does an awesome job. So we're all Festivals of Speed. Uh, we have one in Amelia Island. We have one in Hollandale, and then we have the one back here at the Ritz again. I don't know why the Ritz is just so popular now. CME title holders down in Naples, of course, the ladies' event will be there um, at the end of November. And I have booths at all these places. And we have been promoting, as you know, our new lifestyle brand, Turf Life. I couldn't go without saying that. Um, You can like that on our Turf Life page. And we have 32-ounce bottles of sunscreen that are 50. um, Can you hear the people yelling golf balls in the background? Absolutely. (laughs) I'm trying to move away from those people, but they're, they're so excited to, to win a sleeve of golf balls. Um, but one of the things we do is we, we donate the sunscreen to charity golf events. And I want all your listeners to reach out to us at, you know, golf, southerngolfcentral.com, Facebook page, Turf Life, or our Facebook page, Golf Central Magazine, and we'll donate these. They're in a pump bottle so people can lather up. It's one of the Turf Life missions that we're on is to protect your life, Protect yourself, respect your turf, you know, respect yourself, the whole thing. So and this is, it, it works. explain to our listeners, so it's a, it's at a, exactly what turf life is, sort of a takeoff on salt life. It, 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 it's a it, lifestyle brand. It's about respect and recognition. What we're doing is, is building awareness for the golf course superintendents and the people as much as the people on this side of the turf, our side of the turf. And you know, Joel Jackson, Holly, you, you've Absolutely. known him for a million years. He started writing that very first live golf 17 years ago, um, April 99. We came out with our first issue on April Fool's Day, believe it or not. And um, I, it was me because I felt such respect for people, the greenskeepers and the, the people in the turf industry, which I knew before I even started playing golf. I was more passionate about the growing process. And we we're trying to bring awareness to that. And Jack Nichols came out, as you know, in the last year uh, with a campaign called if you love golf as much as i do thank your golf course superintendent and we have besides jack nick who's starting that we have the um elway john elway justin timberlake uh charles barkley's in the latest issue so you guys grab the latest issue if somebody wants to subscribe for it to go into their inbox uh, via email they can also you know give us their email address and we'll send it right straight to your do you read it online, Holly? Do you? you, do you Absolutely. Read it when it comes Absolutely. In? Love it. It's great. I'm always it's amazed easy. at people that do. Yep. 
even with Will telling me that people did back in the day, I didn't believe him, and now I do. <laughs> well, well, you were right. Spe- speaking of uh, interesting stories, you have this uh, adorable interview with Arnold Palmer by uh, this eight-year-old uh, second grader, Bella. What's her What's her last name? She- Dovey. It's Dovey. Pronounced. Yeah. She is amazing. Wait till you get it. She is like me at eight years old, and she's she did two people were granted interview with Mr. Palmer, and she was one of them. And she just exudes personality. She's a great golfer. She'll challenge you, Holly, and she'll cross. But she's also done feature. She did uh, Barbara Nichols. She did the Sergio Garcia. Got up in the tree. And hit the ball out and and asked Serge, like, is this how you practice that shot that you had to do? You know, remember when, when Sergio had to hit the ball Absolutely. out of the tree? Absolutely. Yep. She and, sounds like I a mean, pistol. That's the kind of interviewer I have. She's like gold. She is a, she's the quietest place I could get to do this interview, guys. <laughs> so it's almost like somebody's doing tambourines behind us. <laughs> Sorry uh, about it. Well, she looks adorable, and she's won a, a boatload of tournaments, hasn't she? Yeah, she won the national championship, um, U.S. Kids. out in San Diego, came back, won it in Orlando at Reunion, then went to Pinehurst and won again. She went to Europe and won the European um, kids, U.S. kids, and did a whole trek of, you know, Italy and and playing golf all over Europe. Her mother's actually from Scotland, and um, she has that beautiful accent. And her mother and father, I've got to give them props because they're so dedicated and they're so devoted, and you know you have to be if you have kids in it. But she's just as enthusiastic and such a hard worker. She loves to. She likes asking them questions and writing it down. And it's not a chore. You know, golf Adorable. is not a chore for her. She makes it fun. Well, we'll, uh, we'll have to keep our eye on her and get her, get, her, get, her yeah, the, get her into the radio studio. Uh, it's no, a great, yeah, you're going to love it. It was a great issue, Terry. Terry Purdom, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Go check it thank out. Thank you guys so much for all you do, Holly. I really do appreciate the article. And, Will, it's always good to see you on uh, Facebook when I watch it. I, I try to, you know, say hi to Will through the thing, and you never answer me. So but thank you guys so, so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Keep going. Thank you, Terry yep. Purdom. You're listening to the Golf Insiders 96.9 The Game. More golf talk coming up. Stay with us. Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing. And then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah, really not so lean and mean. I got good eyesight, I'll be all right. We're back to Golf Insiders. Wrapping up an hour of intelligent golf talk in the house, Holly G, along with Will Perry. Or at least I'm trying to sound a little bit intelligent under this fog of if cold you could only just head. borrow one tenth of terry's energy to replace for what you've lost you'd be in good shape oh my goodness well we know a guy who uh never misses a beat ever and uh we haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks he's uh been enjoying i think a little uh a little play time todd lewis from the golf channel on the line hey todd hey guys well i was about to say good morning i haven't been on <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's what happens when you have a baby. You don't know if it's morning or evening or what, but hi, how are you? I thought it was because of my morning voice, (laughs) not to be confused with my, you know, not so great radio voice right now. (laughs) But uh, yes, how is the little one doing? Give us an update. Did he have a Halloween costume? 
Uh, yeah, a very mild one, dressed like a puppy. Uh, I was just, you know, glad after being on the road for so many weeks during the summer that when I came home that my nine-month-old remembered me. So that was uh, that. That was the biggest accomplishment. Is a little bit of downtime that I have right now. I can't believe it's nine months already, Todd. Yeah, it's good. It's awesome. That, that is very very cool. So um, we talking about uh, Hideki's big win, but I, I want to uh, get some uh, insights from you on Cody Gribble breaking through to win uh, for. Yeah, the first time as a rookie at Sanderson. Can you tell us a little bit about him? We know he played for Texas and uh, alongside another guy named Jordan Spieth. What what can you tell us more about him? He did. He played alongside um, Jordan Spieth when they won the national championship at Riviera. Um, so he's got tremendous talent, um, and he fought his way to get his PGA Tour card. So, you know, already you got a rookie winner uh, so early in the PGA Tour season. I think more than anything, you know, it's it's amazing now. And I know we've talked about it on the show and it's been talked about in other media outlets, but it really is amazing if you consider how um, ready these these rookies are when they get out on tour, when these kids get out of college to win, not just to keep their card, not to just compete, but to win on the world's greatest tour, that being the PGA Tour. Um, I, I, I just think it's remarkable over the last 10 years how I've seen this confidence from these these kids. And, you know, a lot of it has to do with Tiger Woods. It really does. These kids grew up watching Tiger Woods. Their body is in better shape. They're more physical shape. Um, their game, they work at it very hard. They've got a lot of – and going through these college programs now, I mean, they have TrackMan. They have all this great technology, at least the major programs do. And so – they really do get a lot of information. And, of course, you know, when these kids win in college, especially at these elite programs, it continues to fill their tank with confidence. So I, I'm just amazed that these, these kids are coming out and winning right out. I mean, he, he's not right out of college, but he's not far removed from it. But the, the fact that, that they are doing what they're doing, I mean, look at what Jordan Spieth did. I mean, you know, he, he didn't even get his PGA Tour card at Q school. He, he used sponsors exemptions just to get membership, and then he erupted and did what he did in 2015. I, I just really think it's really cool. So, Todd, taking that coming into this week, you know, one of the one of one of the fields during the year that where you know it's not returning the the a lot of the top players, but who are who are some players to maybe look out for this week? You know, like the Cody Gribbles or some of the the players that, you know, some of the fans might not know as much about. And what are we looking for this week at Shriners? Well, there's a young man named Grayson Murray who graduated from the Web.com Tour. He actually finished number one, I uh, believe, on the Web.com Tour finals list, money list. So that, uh, that gets him full exemption on the PGA Tour. He'll get a spot in the Players' Championship. This kid, Grayson Murray, he and Sports Illustrated did an article on Grayson and Jordan Spieth when they were teenagers, like 14 years old, and said, look out for these two. These kids are the rising stars. Well, yeah, I remember Jordan watching him on the AJGA. He was fantastic. Yeah, exactly. So so Grayson is now finally coming into his own. Uh, I think he's going to be a star. I really do. And again, a young man who's got confidence. He, did, he And I think there's something to be said about earning that confidence on the web.com tour, understanding what it takes to travel all over the country, and that tour travels all over the world. Um, you know, figuring out when to practice, you know, going through pro-ams, doing all the things that you need to do 
to make yourself PGA Tour ready. And I think he has done a remarkable job. And I think he's going to win multiple times, in my opinion, on the PGA Tour. It may come this year. Yeah, and, um, you know, Cody had, uh, you know, he was he had Chris Kirk on his heels. So, you know, it wasn't, uh, he had some tough competition there at the end. Right, yeah, I mean, that's, again, another veteran chasing down a young rookie. And so, I, you know, I think, I think golf's in a really good spot right now. Um, I know we haven't had Tiger Woods for well over a year, and you know maybe that that may be the very next subject we talk about. But yes, I can tell you from from Golf Channel's perspective, our viewership has been the best it's it's ever been uh, in, in the history of our network, and so that says a lot right there that people like the the parity, they like the crop of players that are out there, they like the fact there's this infusion of young talent. Um, so I, I think golf's in a really good spot. That that is great news because we know how much the Golf Channel has, uh, you know, been a, such a, a great benefit to golf fans worldwide, and for all that coverage, helping us to know more of the players, both uh, you mm-hmm. know these up and comings, and with the great coverage you guys have done with the NCAA's and of course the European Tour, et cetera. Um, you did mention Tiger and. We spoke earlier about the fact that he's announced he's coming back. Um, you know, your thoughts on that and, and what we hope to see from Tiger. Well, it's a, I mean, it, it's a good spot for him to come back. Uh, 18 players in the field, I believe. Um, so it's, you know, not a heavy load of players that he'll be competing against. You won't have huge crowds down the Bahamas last if anything is like it was last year you'll you know you'll have a smallish gallery um you will have an influx of media um so I'm glad he's coming back and I think he will play especially if you consider the fact that that this is going to benefit his foundation there are a couple things I, I I've I'd like to say over the last few months in regards to Tiger since he announced during the BMW championship that he was going to try to come back for the Safeway Open um I People are like, okay, you committed to the Safeway Open on Friday, and then you withdrew on Monday. Why did you even commit? What happened over the weekend? Well, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious that Tiger wasn't close to where he needed to be. And what does that mean? Well, you have to understand that because he is Tiger Woods, even though he's well outside the top 800 in the world, he draws tremendous interest and in every swing, if not every Step that Tiger Woods makes, whether it's on the driving range or on the golf course, will be shown on the Golf Channel. Yeah, it will be analyzed. And so and that, and he's the only player in the world like that. And he's not even in the top 800 in the world. So <laughs> that's a big microscope. That is a huge microscope. And so he wasn't close to being ready to his standards for returning back. Understanding in that scope that his golf game will be in as you mentioned that microscope so you know i that that i don't have a problem with him not you know wanting to be ready this this start that or the starts that he wanted to have in the fall and this start that he's going to have in december this isn't about 2016 this is trying to be ready for 2017 so i'm interested to see where he's how he's going to stack up um you know like i said he's outside the top 800 in the world and everybody else is at least top 30 in the world. So it, yep. it should be interesting. It's, it, it, I think everybody will be, uh, will be rooting for him big time. Thank you, Todd Lewis, as always, mm-hmm. from the Golf Channel. And, uh, Will, it's time to make our picks for uh, this week. Who are you going to 
Who are you going to pick for Shriners? I'm going to take Ryan Moore. That's who I was going to pick. All right. I'm still going to pick him. And uh, let's see. As a backup, I'm going with uh, Smiley Kaufman. How's I'll, that one? I'll go Scott Piercy. All right. And speaking of go, go Cubs. <laughs> go Chicago. Bring it home. Game number seven. We love you, Golf Insiders. Bye-bye. 